Welcome to the Sleazy Podcast, the podcast about anything and everything, but mostly TV and movies. And now it's time to get sleazy. Muzzy Muzzington Esquire has joined. Here. When. Talk. Here. You're cutting out. What are you trying to? For, you doing that on purpose? Yeah, I'm doing that on purpose. <laughs> okay, we can hear you now. You're pretty clear. So Is it just, good? Okay. Yeah, we're just waiting on Kyle to join. Mr. PBS. Okay. Is my volume level okay? Yeah. Do you hear any echo at all? No. See, I hear a little bit of an echo. Maybe if I... If you don't hear it, it doesn't matter. I hear it in my headphones. Uh, I don't don't know why, huh? Yeah. There's Mr. PBS. Sorry about that. Can you you hear me? For some reason, it doesn't send me a a notification. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Maybe you have uh, Facebook... Uh, messenger turned off or something. Ah, weird. Well, it's sent when you put... Yeah, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Let me see what episode... Okay, so this is episode 97 of the Sleazy Podcast. Uh, The social distancing version, obviously, again, because we're under another stay in order until, what, May 1st? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, man, a lot of mess this coronavirus is. Uh, we talked a little bit about it last week. Uh, obviously, you guys weren't there, but Mr. PBS is here, and uh, Muzz is joining us this week hey. as our special guest. Uh, but, uh, I mean, small business, let's talk about it. You're a small business owner, Muzz. Not and, anymore. Uh, <laughs> 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 Now, at least not for just the- a video game collector. <laughs> right. Now my guy sits at the house. So, I mean, let, let's talk about that. And, uh, you know, the day that you had, you know, you, you got the news and, uh, it was on the 18th of last month, actually, it's very vivid in my memory. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, walk us through you as a small business owner, the impact that this virus has had on you. I mean, geez, man. Um, Right now, I have no idea what's going on in terms of uh, what I'm paying in rent, if I'm paying rent, who I'm paying rent to. Like I haven't – I had I'd written a check for my April rent for the mall, uh, ironically, the day before <laughs> I was uh, – b- before we had to close down. And I, I thought to myself, I won't give this to them today. I'm going to hold off and see what happens with all this. <laughs> and sure enough, the next day – we got the uh, the order basically from so, from Doctor Action and Mike Dewine. Acton. <laughs> is, is it is it Acton or Action? Her name is actually Acton, but it's spelled Action. <laughs> oh well, then it, well then it's Action because it, that sounds action. way cooler. Way yeah. cooler. <laughs> so, so is it just me or is she kind of like a little hot for an older chick? I think it's just you've been you've been at home so long. <laughs> I haven't you seen got something for women in lab coats. Yeah, <laughs> that could be. Normally, it's in scrubs, no. and I'm I'm upgrading to the lab coat. Yeah, you like uh, dominant women, and she's uh, she's a powerful <laughs> woman too. So, tell me to stay at home. <laughs> tell me I can't go out to eat. Uh, it's funny at work we were sharing images of uh, somebody found a bunch of her old like. Uh, college photos and stuff she was hot back in the day mm-hmm. so but uh any so you know it's it's fresh in your mind you know you didn't you didn't pay them obviously i didn't pay uh, rent for april uh now uh we're into the month uh, i don't know i just don't know what they expect of me i literally got an email recently from uh simon corporation from the mall and yeah. they were like, uh, oh, we're here to help you guys find loans so you can stay in business. And I'm like, I don't want a loan. I've, I've gotten this far without ever taking a loan. Why on earth would I take a loan to stay in business? 
Um, so I don't know what's going on. Like, I feel like they haven't communicated with anyone. If I think if you go on Facebook right now and you look at um, uh, the Mall at Total Crossing's Facebook page, their last post was on like March 15th. You know, St. Patrick's Day is coming. Like they, oh, wow. they, yeah, they aren't keeping up with social media. They aren't keeping up with their vendors. It's very frustrating uh, as a vendor, it, particularly, I think, as a small business owner. I mean, I don't think this is going to put under a company like uh, Macy's or Arrow or, you know, any of those big companies. Uh, no. Some of the small businesses, I think, are, are really suffering right now. Now, I'm lucky. Because I'm super meticulous, and you know me, I'm I'm paranoid. So for years, um, I've I've had a contingency, and I saved a certain amount of money. I kept it in the bank, and I said, if there's ever a disaster, I'm good. So I could go yeah. on, I could go on like this for six months, and I'm fine. But what really let's hope it's not six months, right? <laughs> but what really sucks is. Um, that I don't know, are they expecting me to pay rent for the time that I'm not there? And what about the profits that I'm missing from not being there? You know? Right. I wouldn't, you know, it's funny because landlords are still coming after people. And I would think that the mall would have a similar mentality like, oh, you should have your money banked for this. Even though larger corporations are crying now saying they need help from the government. And right. at what point do we not treat them the same? Like, why don't you have your money saved? Right. When yeah. You're making billions of dollars of profit. I mean, yeah, they, they have it. They're just, you know, it's all about their bottom line. Right. You think they'd have at least reached out to you by now with some idea of, hey, can you pay it? Can you pay some of it? None of it? That would have been nice. It would have been nice <laughs> to hear something. Um, yeah. But, you know. The unknown is what's getting to people. Right. Well, it's, you know, I just, it's odd. I was there. I was ready to do business and I was ordered to close down. You know, it's not like I've chosen not to be there. So for them to charge me full rent would be insane. Right. I don't think I'm prepared to, to write them, you know, checks for, for, you know, an empty store. What, what, yeah. What may in essence be uh, one and a half, two months. If, if things go well of rent well, for, you- for a time that I made no money and, you know, I mean, it was essentially a storage space. Yeah. I, I would gross in, in these two months more than some people gross, not my net, but I would gross more than some people make in a year. And like, that's, that's an insane amount of money not to be making right now. Yeah. And if, if, I don't know if they think I'm going to pay rent for that time, like, okay, maybe uh, if they ask me for a storage fee or something, okay, fine. Yeah. Um, I would grudgingly go along with that but you know and, and and it really makes me wonder like you know the guys i know a lot of guys who have stores like mine and i don't know if they've prepared like i've prepared you know i think there's a couple of those guys i know who have a, a butt ton of money and i think they'll be fine and then there's a couple of them who i'm like oh my god i hope these guys will be able to stay in business through this i feel like i'm going to go so- back to the mall and there's going to be other small businesses and I don't know if I was them, I would probably be moving my stuff out of the mall right now. Well, there's just and, so many small businesses and people that are just they're paycheck to paycheck people. Right. Yeah. So that, that one week, let alone two weeks or a month for them is just disaster. Yeah. And I mean, and, you got to think I've, I've had my contingency built up for like 10 years now, you know, it, it just so happens. I'm at the point where I get and you know, all those times I thought like uh, I could go out and, you know, I could apply that towards a really sweet car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or I could buy a hundred inch uh, LCD screen for my, my house. And uh, I, instead I kept sitting on it just in case, just in case. I don't think a lot of people are as paranoid as I am. And it just so happens that this is one case where paranoia pays off. Oh, absolutely. And a little bit you know, of paranoia goes along. Right. Way. You know, what's awfully funny though, is the banks, all these, you know, the small loans, small business loans that they pass through the coronavirus stimulus bill or relief bill, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. The banks have no idea when they're going to get the money from the government to loan people this, (laughs) you know? So yeah, they're like, they're like, they've been talking to the the government and the government's like, just loan the money out at 1% or whatever we said the percent was. 
and we'll get you the money at some point. I just feel like uh, this shouldn't even be a thing that like loans shouldn't even be on the table. It's not, no. it's not the small business's fault that, that this happened. You know, I, I mean, you could go to the, you could keep riding the, you know, or climbing the ladder up to see where this goes, but it's, it's our government's, our administration's preparedness for the situation that has caused us, you know, the strife that we're experiencing right now. Exactly. And I know, you know, I don't typically get too political when I'm uh, (laughs) being social, like whatever, but, um, it is it is totally outrageous that we weren't prepared. Like there should just be a freeze. Exactly. You know why, yeah. why isn't there uh, an economic freeze right now? No one pays anything. You know. Uh, right. Sure. Right. You know, like, like why is the stock market still open? Right. Yeah. And if you shut everything down, you freeze gas prices, and you let people just oh, look. You don't have to pay rent, and your landlord doesn't have to pay rent, and your landlord doesn't have to, you know, or the bank that the landlord pays doesn't have to, you know, like no one has to pay anything. And then when this is over, we just resume. Right. So, so what was it? Italy actually froze all of the uh, mortgages and rent, I believe. So it's like, why can't that be done it can, here or no anywhere it else? Be done here. And you know uh, what? I just saw that they, the, the administration, uh, refused to open uh, Obamacare enrollment. Oh, really? Yeah, like I thought they said they were going to do something else, though. Well, you didn't say look, what. But... Three years ago, something better was coming, and it never did. Right. So now we have yeah. we have one option available for people who do get sick, you know. And it's like, come on, you know, like just because it is because it's the Affordable Care Act, they don't want to say, yeah, we're going to reopen enrollment to it. Come on. We see a lot of them out there. They kind of admit that if we if we do things like this, like stop evicting people and all that during this time of crisis, that there's kind of no reason we couldn't have done it sooner. Yeah. Just because everything happens in like slow motion, mm-hmm. but now that it's all you know impacted together, like oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, and here's another thing: like Canada is actually giving every citizen like two thousand dollars until like a month, are they? yeah every month. They're giving them $2,000 until the crisis is over. And I think that that's the completely right thing to do. You know, right now, because, Andrew Yang is like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> well, even even Bernie Sanders looks like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Medicare for all. Yeah. I mean, I read an article where one lady didn't have insurance and she got the coronavirus. She went in for testing and came out with a $35,000 bill. Yeah, I think I saw that one. Mm. So, yeah, and, you know, the government's supposed to pick up the tab for all the testing or whatever, but I mean, it's going to be anxious to see how many people get screwed at the end of a lot of red tape. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all the, what is it up to 10 million people now filed for unemployment and they're saying that's just the scratch of it because other people can't get in to actually file. So it's a hot mess. And the people that might be like, months before anybody gets that first $1,200 check. Right. And I don't, as a small business owner, I don't think you can file unemployment. Can you, I mean, (laughs) it, it, it would be more difficult for me than it would be for a person who just gets a a typical, you know, paycheck. I mean, obviously you'd have to give over like sales information. I I would have to go that route. When, 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 when I bought my house, um, it was a huge process. It was a real pain. Like if, if I just worked for someone, I would have just turned over my W2s or whatever. But uh, right. as a business owner, it was really involved and I didn't like it. I don't, I don't like giving that much personal information to anyone and my business information. I don't like giving to anyone. So yeah, I, I mean, it almost becomes like a, a forensic accounting experience. Right, yeah. <laughs> Cause right now, I mean, I guess technically I could, I could file for unemployment, you know, yeah. but, but they want you to take a loan and pay yourself from that loan. Yeah. That's outrageous. And then pay it back one, and then pay it back at 1%. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not about that. I I've in what well, I started in 1998 and yeah. um, my plan, my business model was build it slow. And, you know, as I build it, I grow. 
I, I never took a loan out. Never. Yeah. You know, and there was, you know, a real hard time where I wasn't making any money. I didn't take out loans. Um, and today I'm not going to take out a loan. It's just, it's, it's, it's not even, and yeah, you, it's not even a, a possibility for me. Like I'm not. Even, and you look at, uh, how long we've been trying to build Nerdco up, for example. What is this, the sixth year? Yeah. And we're just now starting to get an accumulation of online sales. Every right. Month. Yeah. And w- I mean, I will say we did, this. We did since Nerdco the same way. We, we just built it up slow. Took a little uh, yeah. money in the, in the uh, beginning, invested. And now we just ride it. And we, we aren't counting on it. You know? It's, no, it's just, yeah. it's just fun for right. us. Right. So... Uh, <laughs> But, I mean, I will say this, since we've had the, the stay-in orders across the country, our views have gone up on the website, but then nobody's pulling the trigger on anything they want. No one wants to spend any money right now. <laughs> and I don't exactly. Because <laughs> they, they, they don't know if their job is next. Yeah. Or, you know. When I mean, the next dollar's coming. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. thing. Everybody's like, well, if you get laid off, go, go apply for a grocery store. Well, everybody can't work at the grocery store. Well, it's <laughs> two tiered. We were just talking about this the other day. Um, it's fine, you know. Look, if 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 I were absolutely broke and I had to, I'd be I'd be hitting up you know the grocery store, McDonald's. They're still doing you know takeout window, you know whatever, uh, just to pay the bills. Um, but some people need to apply for unemployment because their unemployment would be more than working at Kroger or um, exactly, you know, so that's not an option for them. They have to hit the government up for that money. Yep. And uh, I, I don't think uh, people truly understand that, you know, uh, because, you know, the more you make, you do acquire a certain lifestyle, obviously. Right. And uh, most people get bigger houses and uh, cars or whatever. And uh, you know, that's just, the way our economy is set up, you know, it's set up to spend more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's a different subject there, but <laughs> most people would tell you, well, you're not doing it right. And they're, they're probably right to a certain degree, but yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Some people make more on unemployment. So why would they, why would they go work? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to ride that until it goes out. Well, particularly people who make more at their jobs, you know, if, if yeah. I'm a, if I'm a, like, a white collar guy, I'm not going to turn around and, and go work at, at Kroger because Kroger is Kroger's hiring on the spot from what I understand right now. Is that true? Um, I think some of them yeah, are. Yeah. So it just depends or, or pretty much. Yeah. They were like two weeks ago. <laughs> so, but if I'm an executive, you know, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to go work at Kroger because if I get unemployment based on my income, my normal income, then I'm going to get more. Cause right? you get, isn't that how yeah, I think you get I think you get like forty five percent of your income or something yeah, like that. So yeah, for some people that's the it just doesn't work out. Right. <laughs> and some people might have a huge savings and they might just choose to write it out on unemployment. Yeah, that's what I chose so, I chose just stay at home and work on some projects, you know. And boy, you you've turned into Bob V. Right, I must right? say that. <laughs> Like this dude has done a bathroom from, you know, just learning how to do it. And yeah, when we, we like, I took a hammer, I didn't even know how to do demo. And, uh, we just started bashing that bathroom apart. It took a long time in all fairness, but yeah, you know, learning here and there how to do this and that. And now it's like a spa bathroom. (laughs) So how much would you say you saved by doing that bathroom? Uh, At least $10,000. We, yeah, we got a quote to do the bathroom originally from get this from a family friend <laughs> who I don't consider a friend, but uh, uh, he, it was the guy who did our windows, uh, replaced all the windows upstairs. Um, and he took a look at the bathroom. I told him what we wanted to do, bust down the wall, take one of right. the two closets in the next room, uh, add like five feet to the bathroom uh, put a big spa shower, heated floors, marble counter, the whole deal. And he quoted a starting price of $16,000. And Ooh. yeah, and that was a starting price. He said, it'll go up depending on what tile you want, what <laughs> fixtures you want, what, you know. So it was like, well, no, 
if he had said if he had said <laughs> ten, you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, it'll be done in four weeks. All right, cool, why not? But that was just way more than I was prepared to spend. And then we got into things, you know, you see it in like Property Brothers and all those shows when they they start opening up floors and walls. Oh well, this is this is a problem. So we got to add this money. There's yeah, well, this house was built in '49, and the pipes were two and a half inch. And if you take up the floor and you add to the plumbing, that means you then have to redo all the plumbing. Like as soon as you, yeah, wow. as soon as you touch something, you have to, you know. So that would have, if he had done it, cost us an extra couple thousand dollars. And then we had uh, two uh, steel stacks that went up through the house. One was in a funny place that made it – we had to build a soffit to hold it in because originally when this house was built, they just plastered over it. But when we put drywall over it, it, so it didn't work. So had to grind all those down and you know, it, it just – it would have probably in the end cost no less than 22 to have done, to have done that bathroom. Hmm. So I probably – I actually probably saved about twelve thousand dollars because it cost about ten over the course of a year, and it took a year. Wow. I mean, you know, if if I'd had a contractor do it, it would have been done in four weeks. But uh, I mean, you were only working on this during the weekend yep. too, right? So yeah, I mean, it, it, it just takes a little bit longer at that. Point. But I learned a lot. So you know, I I know how to yeah, yeah I know so. how to put in a heated floor now. I know how to tile now. You know, I know how to put uh, build a, a custom concrete shower pan. You know, these are these are skills that down the road will probably come in handy. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. So, I'm happy with that. Wow. And then you know, the last time I saw you, I, I helped you uh, carry out your mantle yeah, yeah. from your fireplace, and you turned that into a media shelf. Yeah, yeah. The mantle <laughs> became. I took a vintage mantle. And I built in some shelves on the back. I backed it. I, I sanded the whole thing down and restained it. I added LED lights. I put a three-inch um, grommet on top that has two outlets and two um, USB. So you can, like, charge your phone on it and all that. And it has the multi-colored LCDs oh, nice. inside. Hmm. So it's, like, kind of a – it's a, a, tradition, or a transitional piece. It's, like, um, uh, vintage classic meets modern design. So, yeah, yeah, I like it from the pictures yeah. I've seen. And uh, the um, wall, we just ran um, four HDMI cords uh, through the wall, down into the basement, up on the other wall, and I added um, switch plates. So now, when um, I hang the TV on the new feature wall, once it's done, you'll be able to plug it into the HDMI ports, and the HDMI's go all the way over to the uh, entertainment center on the other side of the room. So it's going to be very cool. Okay. I ran 120 feet of HDMI. <laughs> wow. And then another, uh, I, I did a. So you're not, you weren't fucking around at all. No, no. And I got good <laughs> HDMI. They'll do H, uh, 8K. So, because I'm a little future proofed. Yeah. And I ran an optical yeah, yeah. and a coax just in case. All right. All right. I so, like yeah. it. I can't wait until. Uh, our social distancing yeah. is over and we can have a movie. Yeah, night. it'll be it'll be real good. I'm I might put a new TV on this wall too. If I can fit a, like a 70 or 80, I will. Okay. That sounds uh that sounds I'm promising. Super stoked. <laughs> yeah. So uh, um you know, you're the you're the video game guy. What's up with uh you know, Nintendo Switches right now are like gold Yeah, you know, like I mean, right like I, I think it was the day before I had to close down, I had a a, a a Switch Lite on the shelf, and this guy came in, and he was looking for a Switch. I didn't have one, so he bought a bunch of my limited run games for Switch and some other stuff. Dude spent like four hundred dollars, and uh, yeah, wow. he was like serious about the Switch, and he knew we were going to get locked down, so he wanted to uh, have something to play, and. Uh, he asked about the light and I told him it doesn't connect to your TV. He was like, Oh, I don't want that one. Then uh, that evening, uh, my employee was there. Chris was there and uh, he came back and bought it because he searched the city for one and he couldn't find it. So he came back and he got the <laughs> light because I guess that was good enough. But uh, I kind of wish I hadn't sold it because now I could probably sell it for twice as much. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
I I know I've been looking here lately just to look because uh, what is it like twenty bucks a year for Nintendo's online thing, and you get access to all the NES and Super Nintendo uh, there's games. A, uh, not all of them, but there's a very good library. Yeah, uh, and you know that interests me yeah. a lot. And I was like, oh, you know, I'd I'd enjoy playing Switch while I'm watching mm-hmm. stuff. But uh, it, so I'm kind of you know looking, but man, they're just they're sold out everywhere. And if you can find them, it's like a five hundred dollar package that nobody right. wants. Yeah. <laughs> so. My buddies have been were telling me about some of the stuff they were getting. They were kind of getting me interested in it, and I'm just like, yeah, I was kind of looking at it, and like they're all, all like on Amazon. They're all up to like 500 mm. bucks or something. Yeah, I just read an article from like Nintendo because obviously this all originated from China, so all the parts are still over there and everything. Some some articles made it sound like it might be coming back soon, or but most of them said like yeah, it's probably going to be a while now. I actually found uh, three Switch lights at Target. But I was like, I was, you know, thinking about it, and I was like, well, I might as well just spend an extra hundred dollars and get the full size yeah, Switch TV. Yeah, yeah you know, because you never know when you're going to have company over and they might want to play it on the, you know, the TV. So I was just like, I'll just wait this out. They'll come back eventually. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I don't like the, uh, the handheld. I don't like the light. Yeah, really. For me. Uh, what what don't you like? About I have it? never been a guy who is totally into portable gaming, but the Switch. I mean, it's called the Switch for a reason. You know, it switches to the TV, right. it switches to the handheld, and to me, it's just it defeats the purpose to own a Switch Lite. Right. And you know, you wow. said it, it. It's it's like it can be a very social system at times. So to have it hooked up to the TV and you know. Th- toss four joy cons out and let people game together that's part of the fun of it you know you packing four people around um a tiny little screen that's not as cool (laughs) you know what was fun is when we went over to uh josh irish's house and we had that mario kart was amazing yeah dude there was how many switches were there like four or five everyone had multiple people on their screen yeah. yeah, I think like one person brought theirs just to play. You know, they went and sat in a chair and just played theirs and connected that, to his That's network. what I ended up. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was you. I was just in that big chair he has <laughs> by the entrance. <laughs> yeah, that that was a super yeah. fun night, though. So, I mean, and I guess Mario Kart's still a big seller for it's that. It's such a good game. But, I mean, for a system that's been out for as long as it has in it hasn't taken a price drop and you can't find it. I mean, that's that right there shows success. You know, always been amazing. They're the best innovators. They just, they, they, they launched the right console at the right time and it hit, it hit like a hammer, (laughs) man. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, you know, with the coronavirus, it's actually pushed back, uh, the Xbox uh, launch and the PS5 launch. They're, they're too, saying it, it might. I don't know if anything is like set in stone yet, but I I could imagine it having that effect. Yeah, it, well, I mean, at this could, point, they have to right, play it could be up. affecting production right now. But then again, or maybe something that gets released in China first or something. They don't really have. Well, I don't, if, they, if I don't they think get, they would they let it happen. Out I think they they've been doing international launches. I think for the last two consoles. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I think they're going to shoot for an inner. I think they would they would push it back before they released it in one one region before another. And they really don't have labor laws there, so at least the, not to my you know knowledge. So I mean, they're probably making people work day and night to catch up. Yeah, there's factories <laughs> of like ten thousand six year olds just ferociously <laughs> right. putting together consoles. <laughs> Somebody, I read an article like a week or two ago that said that like Nike was closing all their stores. It's like, well, they got to all right. the sweatshops in China are closed right now. <laughs> right. Um, okay, so uh, that you know, this we're at a half hour almost. Uh, last week we just went through and we talked about the coronavirus at the beginning and uh, how it was affecting everybody. And uh, I got your perspective this week as a small business owner. And last week I got you know a couple of perspectives uh, other people that were working at home and uh, hot sauce being in an actual retail environment. Uh, you know, obviously Mr. PBS is in the, the midst of it. And yep. I think you told me earlier in the week that uh, 
all you're seeing is old people just wandering around the people that shouldn't be out <laughs> to begin with. Well, you know, it was, uh, they, you know, all the, pretty much all the stores now have like that first hours for like older people and, and, uh, more high risk. people. Yeah. And, you know, you see some people come in and they're obviously looking for what everybody's still looking for, like toilet paper and that kind of thing. But you get some of them in there and they look like they're just kind of not doing their regular shopping, but they look like they're in there looking for something, but they don't quite know what it is. They're just out to be out (laughs) at that point. Some of them, yeah. Well, you know, you think, uh, I don't know if you guys ever, you know, you get like McDonald's breakfast or whatever, but if you ever go to like a specific one, you'll notice that there's almost always like a group of old people in there in the morning getting their coffee and reading the paper or whatever. I think. I wouldn't say it's turning into this, but it's it's sort of similar in a way. Oh yeah, I bet I bet it is. <laughs> they, they they don't. No one likes to stay at home. Hey, I'm so, fine with and that. then <laughs> I I gladly stay at home. I just yeah. well, I mean, I'm and we we filled two carts. We're staying in the house. You know, like I got no problem with this. Yeah, I nothing has really changed for me. I'm still watching shit, and then. Uh, going out to get food occasionally, but that's about it. <laughs> you say going out to get food. Are you yeah. going out to restaurants to get food, or are you going to the store to buy food? Uh, last night I went to the store, okay. but uh, Thursday I actually did uh, pickup from B. Really? So now, yeah. see, I won't, I won't, because I'm like, I'm paranoid. Again, you know this about me, but I'm like, I don't want. What if someone at the place preparing my food is sick, and maybe the food itself won't get me sick? But then they got germy hands. They're putting it all over my my container, my to go container, the bag, you know, and everything. Uh, they're handing I listened, it to me, and I'm not into that. Did you listen to uh, Howard Stern with Doctor Agus on uh, about the coronavirus? I missed yeah. that. Yeah, uh, he was pretty much like he was like you know you're going to catch it through droplets, and uh, he was like you know if you go and do the takeout thing, he was like. Just kind of, you know, if you set the bag down, wipe wipe your counter down afterwards. He was like, it, it's really not that uh, where it's going to spread that way. He was like, you're going to catch it if somebody breathes in your face or something like that. And uh, he was like, just make sure you wash your hands when you come back, you know, and try not to touch your yeah, face. You know what? I'm so, just going to cook my own food. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you are a master chef, and you have skills that I, I don't possess cook. in the kitchen. That is true. Did you see? I just, I just <laughs> sent you a picture. Did you see it? Yeah, you with the thousand groceries. Yeah, that's bags. me right there. <laughs> like, man, I want pizza. Oh yeah, well, Red Baron, throw that sucker in the oven. <laughs> see, I went last night and I spent about a hundred and twenty bucks, and that's a lot for me to spend, you know, as a single guy. But uh, in one trip. yeah. And, you know, like they were still kind of nitpicked, you know, like a lot of things that I like to buy were out. So yeah. I had to go and get other other brands and stuff like that. And I got one of the last packages of hamburger. I, got, so. I was at Meyer, and the only hot dogs that I like, I like hot dogs. The only hot dogs they had left were like those really expensive, you know, the ballpark Franks where there's four in the pack and it costs like six dollars. And uh, oh, I yeah. looked down, and there's one giant pack of Myers brand hot dogs. It was the last one in the whole place. I was so happy. <laughs> uh, see, if I get hot dogs, I get Hebrew National, and they were fully stocked with those, so I didn't have anything to worry about there. Uh, but anyways, you know, we talked about that uh, the first part of the show. We try to get that on. Now we're going to try to, you know, uh, give some recommendations of things that people can uh, watch. Or uh, in your case, maybe uh, a game they can check yeah. out uh, and help them get through this quarantine. Uh, because, you know, some people aren't like us and they have a hard time staying inside. Yeah. <laughs> and they they don't, you know, a lot of people aren't up to date on, you know, what shows are good or what movies are good, and stuff like that. So um, I, do you I have a recommendation, Buzz, right off the top of right your head of a, of a game? Head. that A game. Hey, yeah. look, if. Yeah, if game. you're on Xbox Live right now, um, the free one of the free games this month is uh, uh, Fable Anniversary. So yeah, oh, yeah, I just started playing through Fable again, man. It's amazing. I love it. So I've been doing that. I've been playing. I went back to Minecraft. So I, I did see you were uh, giving a tour of your your city of Minecraft. Yeah, man. So <laughs> it's the same place I started building years ago. Like I just whenever I play yeah. Minecraft, I jump on, I build 
on that one structure, you know, so you can, you can spend a lot of time on Minecraft. Um, Are you an animal crossing guy? Everyone's like an animal crossing. Right I hate animal crossing. Hate it. <laughs> what, what is it? Um, man, it reminds me of a game like, um, like one of those farm simulator type games, like where it's just like monotony. Oh. I don't know. You know, I've never played more than I played the one on the GameCube ages ago. Was it GameCube? I think it was GameCube and I didn't like it. And just, there's nothing I think that, that would interest me in trying it again. Although I hear it's very social yeah, I, now. It seems like people are really, you know. That's what I think yeah. everybody's getting to it yeah. for, that social aspect. Rob Zilla said that uh, he bought it for his fiance, and he hasn't really seen her <laughs> much since he gave it to her. She's That's all she's been doing. So, uh, yeah, I don't. That's another That's another uh, good luck of time. Well, you, uh, I would I rec recommend to anyone, like, just check out what free games are on your uh, your online service of your consoles i think uh sh was it shadow of the colossus is is free right now the remastered one on ps4 like that's a game that everyone should play yeah. if they played it already yeah you know nice uh, i still have the second tomb raider to finish i have the third uncharted to finish and then i'd like to pick up the fourth uncharted and finish that mm, so yeah. but i've been i've been keeping up with some things uh, as far as uh, what's come out uh, on uh, Netflix and stuff like that to watch. And I just finished Picard. So I've got some free time that I might be able to game. So I'm, I'm going to have to get into some games this uh, coming week yeah. or next week anyways. But uh, how about you, Kyle? What, where, or, uh, Mr. PBS, what do you recommend? You know, I haven't been doing too, too much actor, just still working and everything. But I finally, uh, I did finish Picard like you did. I thought the, the season overall was, was pretty solid. Had a good time with that as, a, as an old kind of How about fan. that finale? That finale was fucking awesome, wasn't it? You know, in, in a way, I thought it was sort of the reveal of the main bad guy, if you want to call it that. Yeah. It was a little silly at first, but at, at the same time, it was very Star Trek in mm -hmm. a way. And it had that very Star Trek message, you know, Picard in the end, like, don't don't be the monster they think you are, or whatever you know. And I thought, you know, that was that was a good ending for the first season of, of uh, you know, Picard, who we haven't seen in like twenty years. I'm I'm hoping that uh, Patrick Stewart is staying inside because I really <laughs> yeah, right? I really need that second season of we Picard. Need him. <laughs> well, you see, he's on uh, he's on social media and he's reading like a, a Shakespeare sonnet a day. Oh, that's awesome! Did you see where uh, yeah. uh, what's his face that plays Jordy uh, from Reading Rainbow? Robert, yeah, he's yeah. going to read stories online. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are getting into yeah. that. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, but I also uh, I finally caught up with the uh, the uh, Swamp Thing series that DC put out on their okay so platform. How was that? I've only seen that they canceled after one episode or whatever. I've only seen the first two episodes of that, and I I I thought it was cool from what I saw. You know, it was. I mean, it was pretty good. It was only like ten episodes. They they pretty much followed the the volume two storyline that uh, Alan Moore kind of got involved with. It's like one of the also famous not, Swamp Thing storylines. Not yeah. good like the original movie. The, the, <laughs> well, with Adrian, uh, some people know. <laughs> uh, she uh, she does actually make a cameo toward the end of the season. That's awesome, and I thought that was really cool. But yeah. I mean, but yeah, they take it real serious. The the uh, the physical um, the physical effects are great. The CGI is pretty good. It might maybe gets a little wonky toward the end when they probably pulled some of their money. But like the suit looks good. Uh, it, it I mean it it almost looks like John Carpenter's The Thing at certain points. Nice. And it, they're out in the swamp. They I think they they filmed in North Carolina. The uh, it gets maybe a little call it you know CW ish at times, but not not often. So and you bought was, the Blu-ray, right? It's like yeah, I bought the ten episode okay. Blu-ray. I don't know if it's available to stream anywhere. Well, uh, DC they did have their own streaming uh, thing, right? I thought they shut that down now because of money money issues. Well, I think what happens is they're going to fold it into the HBO Max yeah. or whatever. Time Warner is going to start their own streaming thing or whatever. The, whatever. Right, they call it uh, right HBO now. Max. 
Yeah, and they're, I think they're going to fold it into they, that. Some people are thinking maybe that's why they canceled it because they still don't really have a, a good answer as to why. Because they're, they're actually going to do a Green Lantern series on HBO Max. So yeah, uh, we'll see what happens uh, there. I don't want to pay. So now that I've caught up with Swamp Thing, I got I got to catch up with Constantine. Oh, oh with Constantine, Constantine was good. Uh, I really yeah, that was another one that I really liked that, and they actually. Uh, they had him on the Arrowverse crossovers. That was actually yeah. I was I was kind of hoping he'd show up on Swamp Thing just a little bit because that's where he made his uh, original debut. Yeah, the Constantine. guy that plays Constantine is really good. Uh, I, you know, obviously, I think he's a little bit better than what Keanu Reeves' version was. But yeah. well, it was just a different yeah. take, really. His was I, I like I enjoyed the Constantine movie, but it wasn't Hellblazer. Right, right. Really. Uh, so, uh, any more recommendations? Uh, I finally started checking out the new uh, the new oh, Twilight Zone man, episodes that came out those. last year or whenever. <laughs> I've I've watched uh, the first two of those and they were really good. Yeah, I've I've enjoyed them. I've been watching the uh, they after the they did the initial run they released mm-hmm. them all in black and white. So I've been kind of watching them in black and white just to kind of feel like it's part of the original right, series. Right. You know, it, it's always kind of odd because because uh, Jordan Peele shows up as the narrator, mm-hmm. the Rod Serling kind of yeah. character. And it's it's a way it's a little jarring because I because mostly when you see uh, Jordan Peele I think of like Key and Peele so I almost expect him to start trying to be funny or something. Hmm. Yeah, that is true. But but so so far they've been they've been they they've looked nice. There's the run times are real funky because some one of them's like thirty six minutes and one of them's like fifty something minutes. I I really kind of prefer the original format where they were like thirty right. minutes. So you got in, you got you got the point. Did of the story they, um, and they got extend out, on the original series? Didn't they extend the length of time of some of the episodes later in the series? Uh, I think it was like like season four. They went to hour long episodes for some reason. I, I can't remember if they wanted they were trying to yeah. for financial reasons or whatever. But when you watch those those episodes, they feel a little padded. And then for the final season of the they original did that with season the, the five, Hitchcock they went back to the half show hour too. episodes. They went to hour. They, yeah, they went to hour long episodes. Is which that, both, by the way, both both series you can stream right now. Hitchcock is on uh, Hulu, and uh, Twilight Zone is on Netflix. I would recommend. I mean, Twilight Zone is still probably one of my all time favorite TV series. Yeah, I'd, I'd put it top so five. Easy for me. <laughs> and I've seen every episode multiple there for, times. There for a while, uh, Mr. PBS's profile picture was the host of uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah, I have my put Rod Serling up there every now and again. Um, so, uh, anything else that you want to uh, Money throw Heist? Out there? You guys watch Money Heist? I, I think the no. It's uh, I've seen the it's previous Spain, to that, but I haven't watched I believe. it. Yet. Uh, and it's actually it's got an English dub if you don't want to read subtitles. It's uh, sometimes you wonder a little bit about your character motivation or you know why certain characters are even there. Yeah, but the uh, it's a very smart like series the uh the heists are done in a way you're like oh that's pretty cool i wouldn't have thought of that so uh in the new uh the part four just came out like yesterday i think so yeah okay. it's, it's it's pretty good so since you menace, man, uh, mentioned spanish the uh, the platform on netflix I, ca- I caught that last week and that was that was a little different it was kind of uh if you guys have seen cube it was kind of like that mm-hmm. simple kind of sci-fi thing yeah, I noticed that that was on the that, that was worth that was on the Netflix top ten there for uh, all of last week. Yeah, that's week. on my. Yeah, I that, put it on my queue yeah, when I saw trending. it. Um, so who here hasn't? Uh, uh, have you guys watched Tiger King yet? I don't want to watch that. You've no. got to watch it. You've got to watch. I'm it. with Buzz. I don't. It, it's almost to the point now where I'm like, uh, uh, I'm doing it as a form. I, of look, I don't. Like, I just don't want to watch. You've got I, I don't to watch. Watch it. a show where people keep these <laughs> these animals in cages. You know, like for some reason, that's where my head goes immediately. You know, like these these are yeah. beautiful, majestic creatures. I think they belong out in nature, and I just, I don't know. Um. Yeah. I mean, I see your point there, but man, the this guy that that they had. Fucking yeah, Carol Baskins. Then, like you watched the first episode. I haven't seen any of the show, but I, I feel like I've seen all the memes, so I feel like I know the show. You watched the show. We talked about it last week, but uh, I mean, you watch the first episode and you're like, damn, these people are crazy. 
And then you watch the second episode and they re they introduce more people. And then you watch the third episode and it just keeps getting worse and worse. Like these people <laughs> that collect these exotic animals all congregate with each other at some point. I mean, they all, you know, cross paths and help, you know, some of them are helping each other out or buying tigers off of each other, but we're, we're killing someone that, and feeding them to their tigers. Is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, see, you, you obviously know a little well, that's bit made about the news, it. Cause now they, people, they're, they're reopening this cold case in some places, like looking into, you know, with the new popularity of the show, maybe people have information about did this exotic, and, whatever his name is, you know, kill this chick's husband or whatever. Or the chick is, uh, so the Carol Baskins is her name, I believe. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking they Carol introduce Baskins. her in the second, uh, uh, episode and she has like a, a rescue place where it's all animals that were like in zoos or captivity, but they're in captivity with her. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, she and she was married to this uh, millionaire and no one knows how much he was worth exactly, but he went missing when he was supposed to fly uh, down South. And when he went missing, she went in and got the, the order of will or whatever, the attorney of power. And then she came back and rewrote another will supposedly produced another will. And it said in the time of death or disappearance. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know about you, but I've never seen a will or heard of a will that has disappearance in it. Because <laughs> normally they just pronounce you dead if, after a while if you don't show up. Yeah, yeah, years, it, yeah, but she had disappearance on there. And she took that money and, uh, I mean, started this Tiger Foundation or whatever. And everybody seems to think she fed him to the Tigers. Or she Isn't that exactly what she accuses this? What's that guy's name? Joe Exotic or something? Yeah, Does, Joe doesn't Exotic. she claim that she um, thinks that guy killed him and fed him to his tigers? No, I, I don't that's think what I so. Um, yeah, and at least I, I don't remember seeing that in there. But he accuses her of killing her husband. Okay, that maybe way. that's what it was. And yeah, like there's one scene where. Uh, one of the tigers starts going after Joe Exotic's feet. And, uh, you know, they interview her about it. And she goes, well, the only way a tiger would uh, attack a human like that is if you covered him in sardine oil. And it's just <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> you know, don't, uh, don't describe I, your murder. I love and, these people who, who, like, think these wild animals are tame. Like, they're freaking wild animals. A tiger can take your head off with a swipe. And they they think it's, what was that dude's name who went out with right. the grizzly bears, and then there there's oh uh, yeah I know it was the grizzly man doctor yeah and there's did, did they call him the grizzly man footage or something? of him and his girlfriend his... being mauled by bears and it's like yeah it's alive like... <laughs> eventually they're right. gonna get you eventually they're gonna get you and in uh, the first episode you there's uh, footage of a girl getting her arm ripped off. Look, there's, there's <laughs> no one, one who would love to cuddle with a tiger more than me. You know, I am, I am a cat yeah. person, right. <laughs> but you have to be a freaking moron <laughs> to think that you can every day be playing with these tigers. And one day, once look at um, what are the what are the guys' names in Vegas? Siegfried Roy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Siegfried and Roy. Eventually, was, one of them it got was mauled. inevitable. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Ozark. Ozark recently just came out with their uh, newest season too. So if you haven't seen that, I just finished that, and that ended on an unbelievable really? moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I highly recommend that. That is Jason Bateman. I have that on best. my queue. Did you watch uh, the new season of Altered Carbon? I haven't finished it yet. Not yet. I'm like a couple episodes in, and then Ozark came out, and I had to. I be gotta on say, Ozark. I'm I'm, so. I'm finding it a little difficult to watch. Yeah, I had that yeah, problem too. It seems like really <laughs> I more that. I'm more interested of all the characters in in Poe than I am any other character in the show. Yeah. Like when they right. when they did away with a guy who what's his name who played the main guy in uh, season 1 uh yeah, Joel Kinnaman. When, without him, I'm just not as interested. 
Well, Joel Kennelman just adds a certain, uh, you know, like it's another level with yeah. Joel Kennelman. And yeah, he had kind of a mysterious yeah. to him. And, like he's just a great, yeah, and the, maybe Anthony you know, exactly. like, oh, well, maybe he'll just be in this body for a little bit. And then, you know, I, I, I broke down and I looked on uh, IMDb and I was like, nope. <laughs> like I was kind of hoping he would come. Like, why yeah. couldn't they just say he got re-sleeved into a sleeve that looked just like that sleeve? You know, like they could have done it. It, it would have worked. Yeah. I don't know if they wrote him out for some um, reason or. So. Well, I think it's based on a series of books or something. I don't, I don't know if they're following that or whatever. Yeah. I, I have no idea, but it would have been great with him in another yeah, season totally. and then got rid of him. <laughs> Um, so I just want to throw this out there too. Uh, HBO is going to be giving away free content during the quarantine hours. Um, uh, it says here they are going to serve up about 500 hours of premium content. Uh, this free hashtag stay at home, uh, stay home box office programming served up with, without any ads. Well, I include that includes every episode of nine HBO series, the Sopranos beat, Succession, Six Feet Under, The Wire, Ballers, Barry, Silicon Valley, and True Blood, and also available to watch with an HBO subscription or twenty without an HBO subscription is twenty movies from the corporate sibling Warner Brothers and ten HBO documentaries and docu series. So that started uh, Friday, April third, eight thirty a.m. So it'll be good to go. Uh, for those after feel, they hear this, but yeah, you'll do you have, feel uh, like that's an impressive list. Like the TV shows all seem like stuff I've either watched or, you know, written off ages ago. Um, absolutely. I think it's uh, just for the Sopranos uh, and Veep and uh, the wire. Yeah. That succession is supposed yeah, to be pretty good. I've heard of that. Uh, Silicon Valley and Barry are excellent. Ballers was a yeah, good show. Yeah, but that's it. Too. How long ago did you watch um, all those? That seems like old. It seems like they're giving uh, us a lot of old news. Yeah. Well, and, you know, one thing I talked about last week, I, I said that if you were all caught up on content, now's the time to go back and rewatch some of these uh, older shows that are rewatchable, like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad. And uh, The Wire would probably be a good one to, to rewatch, too. Um, and uh, if you haven't seen Barry, Barry's a really good show. And so Silicon Valley by its own uh, standards. Uh, Before we had the distance, did we did we finish talking about the, the Outsider on HBO? Uh, no, not really. I mean, I I think we kind of mentioned it last week, but I mean, it's not free, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but you can right. sign up for a free uh, trial of like seven days. The week winner. But that, uh, that was the Outsider is phenomenal. Yeah. Jay, that's another. Did that was that was another yeah, Jason? Another Jason Bateman. Bateman. Either of you ever watch uh, Norseman? No. no, kind of a uh, it's a so. uh, I forget where it was filmed. It's uh, filmed in Norway or whatever. And uh, it's kind of a spoof on Vikings. And it's a oh, okay. really funny show. Like if you if you appreciate that, that sort of humor, it's very dry. But uh, I, I had a great time watching those. I think they're hilarious. Um, so actually, uh Got on Hulu. I haven't been on Hulu too much, but uh, I've been watching. Uh, for those of you that are little Dicky oh, fans, Dave little Dicky so fans, good. <laughs> Dave is hilarious. <laughs> I just watched the episode. Uh, actually, before getting on here, I just watched the episode about uh, him having trouble having sex with his girlfriend. Oh, where she, and I don't think I've laughed where, so I don't hard. Give too much away. You're talking about <laughs> the one where she, she made him the table. Yeah, yeah, the milking table. <laughs> she, she kept asking him. She was like, "What's the craziest porn you've ever watched?" And like, he was like, "Well, you know, I just watch regular porn." And she was like, "Come on!" And he finally, like, the next scene, he shows like this milking station where this guy's on this table. Yeah, that show is really good. So but here's the thing, and so that's the last episode you watched. Um, the I think it's right. the next episode. They uh, they kind of focus a lot on the character Gator. Gata, <laughs> and um, yeah. they actually go into a very like kind of a poignant and personal aspect of his life that's really moving. Like, believe it or not, the show actually is very moving in this episode, and it 
it, it makes you stop and think. It um, it, it actually, I, I'm not going to lie, made me a little misty at one point. Like, and I was yeah. surprised that a show like Dave could could make me react like that because you expect it just to be silly. Yeah. Right. Slapstick so comedy. If, you know. if I had one criticism but, of the show, I would just love to see them um, have him rap. Yeah. Uh, the first episode, you kind of get a little bit of that. He does the one episode they, where he um, he's in the studio with that guy, and they all film him on the phone, and they post him on social media. So we saw a little, a few bars yeah. there, but outside of that, it's really strange to me. The show's about this dude who's a rapper, and we never hear him rap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, it, it does kind of get into his personal yeah. life. It seems like, like every episode, and you, an and issue you wonder how much of it sort. is based on reality and how much of it is just, you know, creative license. Yeah, right. I, I would assume, you know, I don't know yeah, about the right. whole penis thing. <laughs> He's got an extra hole <laughs> yeah. that he has to plug up. <laughs> but uh, I would imagine a fair amount of it's, you know, just exaggerated, you know, his right. story exaggerated. But it kills me because uh, this dude is a phenomenal lyricist. It, and you never hear yeah, about it. You never see him <laughs> do it. Honest. Like if you've ever watched his freestyles on Sway in the Morning, you can look him up on YouTube. That dude, I mean, okay, yeah, uh, Make That Money and White Crime and a lot of those songs are very funny. Um, pillow talk but that dude yeah. is like a serious high level rapper i put him on eminem's level any day of the week and people don't like you said they don't even know about him but here he is doing a show where we never hear him rap it drives me insane right. man <laughs> yeah but he is a, he is a great actor I'll in tell the you, show i'll say that go on youtube uh, Type in Lil Dicky Freestyle and, and just check out some of the stuff he's okay. done. It'll blow your mind. You'll take him well, I bet like will. uber seriously after that. Whereas, you know, if you just watch Dave or if you just heard his most popular songs, you think he's kind of like a parody of a rapper. He is absolutely not. <laughs> so, um, another Hulu one I checked out, I was looking for movies to watch. And I just wanted to watch a movie that was, you know, uh, something that hadn't been a big hit in theaters, but might be something good. And I came across uh, it was the art of self defense with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I saw the Is that his name? For that. Yep. Uh, really dark comedy. So if you're not a dark comedy person, don't watch it, because it's it's really slow and drawn out, but I know uh, you're kind of like me, Muzz, with this, but the ending of the movie right. is everything. And the end of this movie had me in tears. I was laughing so fucking hard. And, and I mean, there were certain things that were funny throughout it, but it was a slow, slow movie. And the end of the movie just paid off for the whole movie. And uh, so, I mean, if you're a, a dark comedy fan, go ahead and watch it if you're bored one night. Uh, and you know, hopefully, you get that same experience I had. But uh, the art of self-defense—that's uh, another one you can check out on Hulu. Um, that's probably about it. I have on uh, like Hulu. Those are, um, uh, the, they put up that new—I don't know if it's new—the the Cabin Fever movie with uh, Sean Astin. Yeah, I think Zero. so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to watch that because I haven't yeah. seen it yet. And. Uh, they also have uh, Pet Cemetery up on Hulu and Amazon Prime. The and new Future Pet Cemetery. Future Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Future Man. I watched. Yeah, if, I watched Future if Man. If anyone has never seen night. Future Man, now is a great time to just sit down and watch. Maybe the the second funniest show some, on Hulu. And, well, maybe the third. That is some of the. Because <laughs> I, I will say, Brooklyn Nine Nine, my favorite show to watch on Hulu. And um, oh yeah, they did pick up the I, Orville, and that's supposed to come out this year. Orville season three is supposed to be a Hulu exclusive, yeah. so I'm really excited, waiting for that. Yep. Boy, Future Man is some of the 
dumbest so comedy I've funny. seen in a long time. Like yeah, it's just stupid outrageous. stuff. Yeah, but it's funny, you know. Like uh, I mean, other than the massive amount of dick right. jokes and then other <laughs> stupid jokes that you get in, it's like it, it makes you oh, feel totally, like you're in middle yeah. school again watching it. Have you watched anything on uh, Amazon? <laughs> but yeah. I what was the last thing I watched on Amazon? I think it was Jack Ryan, to be honest with you. But I mean, they really haven't put much out. I, um, I oh, I will say this on Hulu: so. watch Black Adder if you've never watched it. Yeah, all you can watch yes, all of Black, Black Adder, Adder on Hulu. Yes. But on uh, on Amazon, I just oh, um, really? watched a movie called I think it's called Aniara. A N I A R A. Okay. And it's um it's about a ship that was just you know they they do these commercial flights back and forth to Mars, and uh, this ship experiences some kind of problem. It gets veered off course, and it's just it's got no power. It's flying under its own power. Like you know once you're propelled in space, you're just going, and um, they don't yeah. have they can't turn around, so wow. they're just drifting out into oh, wow. space until they can find some celestial object that has enough gravity that they can make a turn, which, you know, you find out is never going to happen. So it's, it's really just about these people. And it, it, and it, it, it's, it's a movie that'll make you feel your place in the universe. Like you will feel so small after you watch this movie and insignificant, but I thought it was fascinating. And uh, we said, we talked about endings earlier and uh, the ending of it was, I thought superb. But yeah, it's it's definitely yeah. uh, it's a more serious movie. But uh, I thought it was amazing. So that's something to check out. All right. What's up? All right. Ooh. What was the name of that? What um, was the name of that movie? I don't again? know if I'm pronouncing it right because it's a it's a foreign movie. But um, Aniara, A N I A R A. And also okay. uh, on uh, Amazon, The Expanse. Oh, the Expanse is some of the best sci-fi that, uh, other than Lost, yeah, in, the new yeah, Lost just, in Space uh, that you'll see. Finishing up season one, <laughs> and so far it's uh, it's really good. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoyed the Expanse, and a lot of scientists actually praise the Expanse because it's as close as you're going to get to you know uh, reality. It's and, really cool. Like know, they science. get into these space battles, and someone like all their weapons are carbine. You know, all the missiles, like, you know, there's no fire photon torpedoes. You know, it's like these missiles come out of the right, ships right. and they're talking like, OK, they've launched missiles. Now let's launch our missiles. And then it, like time is right. passing. Time is passing. OK, we're going to get hit soon. You know, it's like in real life, you know, like uh, if a missile launches from, say, Russia and is coming towards America, it's going to take hours to get here. You know, but in the movies, it always happens in like 15 seconds. In the expanse, it, yeah. it, it gives you that realistic idea. Like these ships are probably, you know, thousands of kilometers away from each other, just blasting each other with missiles, and we're just waiting for the missiles to show up. And uh, I don't know. I thought it was pretty fascinating. And they open they open that uh, show up with uh, zero gravity. No, no, too, that happens this. in the series, but it starts off with the girl um, escaping from the little. Um, um, storage container that she's in on the ship with no gravity. Well, it's I can't in the first recall. Episode, I want to say it? yeah, uh, because it happens. It happens so on that I ship, the Canterbury. Um, yeah, you see where everybody's heads at. Muzz is thinking about uh, intergalactic. Well, uh, yeah, uh, I'm thinking about the realism. You're of thinking it. about zero G six. Uh, that scene actually yeah. was pretty cool too, but. It is cool when they when they it the way cool. they portray the uh, <laughs> the zero gravity um, scenes where it looks like they're underwater the way their hair moves and everything it's really well done yeah they got magnetic yeah they do a little uh, wizard Oz click their heels and they stick to the ground yeah yep it, it, it's a cool show I I I've said a couple times that watch it if you're a sci fi fan. But uh, I well, we're at an hour and three right now. So, any does anyone else have any more recommendations they uh, want to toss out to anybody? There's lots of mystery science theater on uh, on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there is. 
I'll, I'll throw out one I revisited. Uh, it seems like I'm finding a bunch of stuff popping up on Amazon Prime, but uh, uh, Johnny Depp's The Ninth Gate uh, has been on there recently. Oh yeah, and that's one where he's like a he's like a rare book dealer, and this guy uh, has him check out these three books called The Nine Gates, where supposedly you can open a doorway to meet Lucifer and all that. And it's from like the '90s, and it's it's got kind of like a European feel, but it's like a mystery kind of thriller in a way it's like one of my favorite johnny depp movies okay i think that's just got on there recently i'd recommend checking that one out all right all right well i think that will conclude the show today muzz thanks for uh for joining us and giving us an extra person and an extra an extra perspective on uh, the coronavirus yeah how it's affecting people um we'll we'll talk again soon and we'll see where i'm at that's for sure (laughs) Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on because, you know, you've got tons of stuff going on. I mean, June was supposed to be a really well, big we month. We talked about um, uh, level one. Next time we could talk about uh, CTS promotions because that that was the big loss um, for, for us. Yeah. Uh, our March our March show was yeah. scheduled for the 22nd. So right, right after uh, the state shut down, our show got shut, shut down. down. Literally yeah. after that and order, it, it yeah. cost us. We were expecting approximately six thousand people through the door at, uh, um, you know, an average of we'll say twelve ahead. But it was ten dollars and fourteen dollar admissions, and uh, yeah, I mean, we we took a huge loss not being able to put that show on, and I mean, we'll be able to roll it wow. over um, on the venue, but you know, everything we put in advertising that show, I mean, all of it just. Yeah, it really sucks. It's all lost. Yeah. So, but we can talk about all that next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Well, hey, uh, thanks guys for uh, joining yeah. me on the remote recording. And uh, as always, my call to action: share the show, get one person to listen, and we'll go from there. Uh, and as always, uh, I hope everybody is staying safe and healthy during this time. And. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Sleazy Podcast. Make sure you hit the subscribe button and remember, listen to Sleazy.